Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, Brother John. How are you doing? How are you doing? I feel very relaxed. I got a good night's sleep, so I'm ready for the show. I am too. Roaring to do it. Roaring to do it. I can't say that uh, uh, I got a great night's sleep, but for some reason I woke up and I felt like a million dollars. Well, a hundred dollars. Let's be realistic. But anyways, hey, for those just joining us, this is The Bro Show. John and I are bros. I'm Jerry. Go ahead. John. I'm John. There you go. And we are the bros, the Daniels boys. And, yes. uh, yes. And, uh, we have a show and we talk about four things and you're about to hear them. We don't want to, you know, blow it by giving you all the deets now, but we're pretty stoked about this show. I am. I don't know about you, John. You are too. I think. Yeah. I think yeah, that, that was a good tease because uh, we got some good doings going on. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, what shirt are you wearing? Oh, let me, I, I got my uh, sweatshirt and I got, I got the two mugs shirt. The ones with us in the winter caps. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a good shirt. That's a good shirt. I like that shirt. I'm wearing the one that is also our sponsor, Support Our Musicians t-shirt. It says on the front, I'm with the band. Yeah. So, yeah, if you buy this t-shirt, 100% of the profits and even a little more, because Bonfire gives a discount so that they can give more to the charity we specify. And the charity we specified on this T-shirt is Music Cares. And they support musicians through health problems and financial problems, and also just to be better at what they do. They're very proactive and active. And now the gig apocalypse is starting to end. These guys are going to start being able to earn money, but they're in the hole. Some of them have health yep, problems. They still need help. So buy the T-shirt. That's for sure. And uh, I would like to say that we have no conflict of interest. Specifically, you have more conflict of interest since you're a musician. I am basically I'm a pure conflict of interest, not to be confused with your conflict of interest, which has got a little tainted by the fact you're a musician. But let's move on. <laughs> he just drops that stuff and wants to move on. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. You got the ox story this week. Give it to us. Yeah, you know, the ox story we have this week has to do with a corporation, an international corporation by the name of Ox Tools. It's the U.S. version. It's called USA. And before we start talking about the the tools themselves and the company, I think we originally thought that ox was going to be a difficult, uh, it is the year of the ox in the Chinese uh, New Year, was going to be a difficult one to get through and find 30-plus you know, stories, yeah. but I yeah. think it's proven to be, and this is a good example of the qualities of the animal have a way of resonating with so many different people in so many different ways. And I'm finding more products with the name Ox attached to them or teams that want to be known, etc. Yeah. So yeah. I, every week we come up with just another very, very good story. And this is an example of that. So Ox Tools USA. Their, their claim to fame is uh, that they make high-quality tools that are primarily for professionals. Yeah. I would say if you had to take a look at their their, their product line, it concentrates on, uh, on diamond, on grinders, and uh, blades used for cutting. So they yep. got very high-quality steel blades. They got diamond blades, etc. But on the other side, if you wanted to get just regular tools, anywhere, screwdriver, hammer, etc., 
you could easily do it. They're from, they, they started in 1974, so they got the test of time. I've yep. read through some of the reviews as it relates to the tools that I can uh, relate to, which is like a screwdriver and a hammer. It goes no further. Mm. Uh, and so, and I looked up the hammer and I thought, wow. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's, it's like you look up about this stuff and you see it and you almost feel like this would be a, you'd have to find the right person, but this could be an incredibly good present. Yes, it could. You know, be. and, and it, Particularly if a person is not more interested in quality tools rather than having an immense number of tools. That's correct. I, so, I think the professional angle is really the big one is that as I look through there, and by the way, if you like tools, this site is kind of like tool porn because <laughs> they, yeah. they really do a good job of showcasing these tools. And it's not like with models or something, male models or women models. No, just the tool. And the tool is shot in such a way that it's just crystal clear, vibrant, beautiful colors. And then each tool, if you want to look at it, you can spin it 360 degrees to see oh. it from every angle. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Took a this deep dive. Is, I appreciate that. Mm, these tools are very good if you're a bricklayer. This is where you want to go. They got trowels. Oh yeah, yeah. What they are they got called? Trowels. Trowels. Yeah. Yeah. They got, yeah. These are really good tools. And if you're a professional and you want to have the tool for the job, and also they're ergonomic. If you look at their hammer, the yeah, the yeah, hand, the handle to that hammer and the head and the and the staff to it, those are all balanced and 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 made just for the job. They got a hammer for bricklayers. You know, you want to just ping a brick and have it fall in half they got the hammer for that and it's yeah it's balanced so if you have to do that you know like 25 30 times a day your your shoulder's not going to get screwed up right so this is a big reason big reason to get these that's it Uh, all i can say is that when i took a look at the hammer and it was so impressive i said i don't have a hammer i don't have an ox tool hammer because it is so that's they could use that as a tagline. Shit. <laughs> I, I, I shouldn't give that stuff away. No. No, you know they're listening. I mean, they got guys crawling the Internet waiting for podcasts where people talk about their tools. They're going to – you better lock the door. I mean, really, talk to Jim, the the, the manager of the building, and tell yeah. him, you know, watch out for the ox tool truck out front. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Oh, well. So anyway, that's it. I think if, if we got a good link in the show notes, go yeah. go look at their site if you like tools. You can, you can go to Amazon it. and buy the stuff too. It isn't like you have yeah. to be you know certified no. uh, uh, carpenter or something. No, no, you don't. If if you do a lot of hammering, and you know, I think there's a case for hammers where you're maybe not a professional because they have these air hammers now where you know you don't have to swing a hammer anymore. But even with the guys on sites doing high production construction. There are places where you can't get that air hammer, and you're going to need a yeah, real hammer. Yeah, yeah. So you want to get this, and if you're if you're like uh, building your own house, uh, what is it? Yeah. Thirty five dollars for that hammer, John? Thirty four ninety nine. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, my feeling is that you, you know, you know, the person who's going to, you know, hammer, you know, five hundred nails a day. You're right. This is it. The ergonomic, the one that's you know yeah. cushion proof, and you're yeah. not going to come out of it with like a carpal tunnel. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> right, right, or a shoulder industry, which are, uh, injury, which are very common. Very yes, common. you're right. That's probably more common than that. Mm. Yep. So, anyways, that's our ox story. Okay. You already have hey, the we, word. You have the word. What's the word? Too. What's the? Uh, oh, wait a minute. I, I shouldn't answer. It's your word. Word because it's, it's okay. I guess it's your word. My word. Eminent. Eminent. Uh, I, I I concentrate on the middle syllable because it's not eminent which is more like now or about to happen. Yeah, right. This is a word that's I-M-M-A-N-E-N-T. And what it means is it's the remaining within, inherent dwelling within. And uh, I, I like this word because it talks about, it, it with respect to a person, it's like within you or as we take a look at something more general such as the earth, it's like talking about the earth with respect to everything that's within it, nature, people, which are nature, etc. And so yeah. I came up with this uh, this example, which I kind of feel demonstrates that God is considered eminent when viewed as the logic of nature's patterns within the grand scheme of the universe. Now that's pretty heavy. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, but yeah. what we're basically saying here, and what I've learned, and this is from a book I'm reading called Reconnect by Daniel Lake, and what it's saying is that we can perceive God as a person, as something that's trans beyond us, okay? Yeah, right. Or we can be can perceive God as part of the whole scheme of things relative to the earth, and, the universe, etc. Eminent yeah. is the latter. It's thinking about God as basically, you know, just here for the party with us, you know. Uh, so <laughs> nice here for the party you really you really need to get your local watering hole opened up so you can go down there i think John. yeah, it's, yeah you're, you're missing it you're missing it you're missing it so that's a word it's a, it's a heavy duty word uh i, mm. I kind of like it i ran into it a three or four times in the book i was reading i just could not resist so we're both we're both reading this book that's right. You're, uh, we, yeah. that, that, that could be a, that could be an, an a, a, a two takes on another show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, speaking of two takes, you ready? I think I'm ready to handle it. Let's do it. The bros talk about March Madness. Yeah, the bros march on into madness. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Too late. We're already there. Yeah, the I'm afraid that was many shows ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll give my take first. Uh, we both, interestingly, are, are very concentrated on uh, March Madness. And I'm looking at it from uh, the men's side. I'm from Chicago, are living in Chicago, and been here for a while. So I really gravitate towards a Cinderella team called the uh, Loyola Ramblers. Uh, the Loyola Ramblers right now are in the Sweet 16. Yep. Uh, they've had a very successful season. They only lost four games. Uh, incredible record. And four years ago, three years ago, not 2018, uh, they finished in the Final Four. And their, their, their history shows that they're the only team in the state of Illinois ever to win the NCAA championship. But you have to go way back in the Wayback Machine to... 1963. So what Whoa. makes this team? Yeah. So it's 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 a, a it's hist it's a historic team. It's for a variety of reasons, but we got to concentrate on today's team. Yeah. Yeah. And today's team is a team that is different. There is nobody on this team that is going to be drafted to the NBA, a high at least. They're all just regular guys 
who their coach, Porter Moser, has shown that he has a capability of not only finding the right guys and to get them to play the right way, but to play in a way that is extremely successful. Uh, there, I, I, I'm going to point out one player. His name is, is Cameron uh, Kretwig. He has been there. This is, he's a senior. He was on the 2018 team. He's six foot nine. If you watched him on the floor, you would say this guy should learn how to run or, you know, he should, because he, he, in fact, huh. described in our paper, it says, uh, he runs like Fred Flintstone driving his footmobile. Oh, <laughs> I like that footmobile. Yeah, that footmobile. So he, he has this yeah. kind of sh- quick shuffle that he does as he's going down court, but he's left-handed. He uh. has also got this unorthodox way of moving to start out with. You, con- you, you put lefty with this, and all of a sudden, you got a person who's moving in a way that perhaps the opponent has not seen before, even though he's not fast. Right. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't have a quick move. And he plays very traditionally as a as a center. He 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 passes the ball a lot. He uses the hook shot like they did in the fifties. All Woo! that stuff. So he's yeah, just I a, a part of the team. But their team is very well balanced. And the other thing is defense. Mm-hmm. They're the best defensive team in the country. And uh, I like I, I like to say uh, you know uh, offense. Shuni can go in slumps, but if you're playing right, defense very seldom does. If you play hard, concentrate as a team, defense usually will come through. And so they are six-point favorites. They will be playing their next game uh, against Oregon State and uh, looking forward to it, and the, in the, it'll be a lot of fun. So that's my, my take on Loyola. Okay, so my March Madness centers around women's basketball, and uh, I really like UConn this year. Uh, I, I I follow the the – the freshmen, they have a freshman crop in this team that's astounding. Half the team are freshmen. And there are no seniors on the team. There's one, I think there's one sophomore and three, two or three juniors. So this is, uh, this is a very, very young team. But I think this is the year where, uh, women's basketball in high school has finally really, uh, Come forth with a bumper crop of really excellent freshmen. And I think you'll see it all over, uh, the college scene and particularly UConn because UConn is a famous, 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 famous women's basketball mecca. The university was founded in 1881. It was done with a land grant from the Stores brothers and, uh, it's in the town of Stores, Connecticut. It's an agricultural area. It's not very far from the capital, Hartford. And so this is a very interesting university. It started out as an ag school, and now it has a law school, medical center. Uh, performing arts are through the roof. They have one of the most famous performing arts center and troops and stuff. So it's not just a sports school by any means whatsoever. They have a half a billion dollar endowment. They have a $27 uh, a billion dollar budget. They are really a powerhouse university, but they didn't start out that way. And their program for women's basketball, 24 consecutive seasons in the Sweet 16 of the NCAA tournament. That is amazing. And so what makes this year's team different, the same, whatever? This year's team has a couple things that make it unique, I think. 
And that is they have this uh, uh, guard, this point guard, Paige Beckers, who came from Hopkins in Minnesota. And her her uh, middle school and her high school career in basketball is legend in the state of Minnesota and also in the Midwest. So I followed her career when she was in high school. And she started out as a freshman in varsity. And here she's doing it again in college. What makes Paige so interesting? The thing that makes her interesting is she appears to be slight. She's five foot eleven, but she looks delicate and slender almost. But she's not. It's a fake out. The way she holds herself, the way she behaves, and stuff like that. And uh, it, she takes great delight in fooling her opponents and doing stuff they don't expect, especially the pass. That is her number one thing. A former star from uh, UConn. Diane Taurasi, she was just like Paige Beckers, and she's been to the White House and all that stuff, winning all these awards. She's in the WNBA. She went on the air yesterday, John, and said Mm. Paige Beckers is the best player in basketball right now, and she said the reason is her passing. She sees the entire court, and she does no-look passes all over the place. They're never the same. They're always changing. They're always different. She is a good leader for the team. She leads them down the court. She's a good scorer, too. She has high high numbers, but she's not the best scorer. Her thing is winning games, winning games, winning games. And so we got a big matchup today at noon. Iowa and UConn. And I'm rooting Such for a deal. I'm, I'm rooting for UConn. And I, don't, I think they're going to win. Well, yeah, I think they're 13 and a half point favorites. If they sh- they should win, I would only like to point out. I think you need to get credit where credits due, bro, because you're the one who touted this wonderful basketball player, Paige Beckers, back several years ago, and I basically sloughed it off when I said, "Well, she's going to be playing for UConn." When she gets there, reality will set in very clearly that she's just a mere small tree in a forest, and uh, you have proven me to be wrong. She's yeah. clearly in a class by herself. It's almost like when you listen to one of these basketball games, could they just stop talking about her? That's how much she gets raved, and rightly so. But yeah. I, I would like to point out... She's a team Donna, player, though. She is a team player. I mean, that's what's, that's the reason that it's, you know, like give the breast of the players credit, too, because they're incredible. But I would like to say, when you think UConn women's basketball domination doesn't begin, as you pointed out, I'm going to throw out a couple other stats... Yeah, 11 NCAA championships, uh, 111 straight wins at one time. Uh, their coach, uh, who started coaching for them, Gino Ariyama, uh, he ended up, uh, he was there in 1985. Since then, his record has been 1,091-142. So Woo. there is a history of winning that yep. is incredible. Um, yeah, I, I also believe you're, you're I, I think they will put, this is a, a golden opportunity to put women's basketball in its proper place when yes. we respect the sports and, and put it on an equal with men's basketball. Uh, yeah. Quite often, uh, women's sports, because they play a different style, and they say, well, they don't play like men. Well, they probably God. have a better, they play better in their own way, which is, means teamwork, making, you know, they, yeah, I mean, I, I find it very entertaining. Let me tell one more quick story. And, of course, you mentioned the the, the fact that my uh, watering hole needs to be open. One time I was down there, and it's a sports night, and there's all these TVs, all these men's sports. I insisted upon them putting 
the game, a, a UConn game on because they were being playing Baylor, which was going to be a tight game for them. And before yeah. you know it, people weren't complaining. They were watching. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the the way they pick apart these uh, – and you said something about defense. I heard I heard uh, uh, Beckers and, and one of her teammates uh, uh, from Croatia – uh, talking and they said, you know, the thing that we do is you can't be hot. You can't. Everyone can't have a hot handed right uh, all through the game. And when you cool off, double up on defense because defense drives exactly. offense. Defense drives offense. It drives offense. And like I said before, you can't. You you don't slump on. You slump when on offense because you don't. You're just not hitting your shots. But you got to make. Yeah. You're right. You got to make up for it. You got to tighten up. Well, if you do good deep. defense, you can pick the ball. And just run the court. Yeah, you can do easy layup. Re, you can start up you, your defense. Yep. Quite. You're right. Your offense is often generated uh, by a good defense. Yeah. So they they are very good at that. They're good at the pass. Uh, Beckers and her whole team are good at picking off balls. Uh, you know, she rarely goes out of the game unless they're really way ahead. But uh, she's there. I think more more for her passing and her leadership and calling plays and that sort of stuff. And also, she, if you listen to her talk, if you can get her to talk about base, uh, basketball, and she doesn't like to talk about herself. She doesn't even like to do interviews. But she likes her team, and she has favorite teammates. She calls her favorite teammate her slime. I thought that was okay. cool. Yeah, and stuff like that, or her twin. You know, she's, she's very fond of the other people on the team and gives a lot of credit to them. She says, if I score well, it's because of the screens. It's not, not, right. just, just, not just any ability I might have. They make the opportunities for me to score when I do score. And she does it reluctantly. You can watch her play. She'd rather pass. She gets more out of a good pass and a score than she gets out of a three, three-pointer three herself every time. So good. Yeah, it is. Are you ready to party? Are you ready for a groaner or two? Or are you, you, more, you have more basketball to talk? Uh, just one more thing. And I, I just want to mention that the UConn Husky men's team, they're no slouches. They've won four NCAA championships as, as early as – as recent as 2014, so I just want to leave on. A, I, I don't want us to, 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 you know, belittle the the men's side as it relates specifically to UConn. UConn, in, I think yeah, it fits into sure. your your whole idea that UConn is a well-rounded school, which means it's got yeah. a very it's got great sports programs in more than one area and more men versus women too. Okay, that's yeah, that's yeah. it. Uh, the other thing uh, I was thinking about too when we we talked about this is that you know I. I, I'm, in, I'm getting interested in the interconnection between other women's sports. And uh, the first playoff game, uh, Megan Rapino was was there, and uh, oh, she's yeah. a she's a big advocate for equal equal treatment of women's sports as men's sports. And you know the first the first uh, game, you know, it came out that the women's training room uh, for the NCAA was a piece of crap. It was terrible. <laughs> And they took, they, you know, got off their phones and put it on the internet. And sure enough, the next day, they yeah. had, uh, they had the proper weights and workout tools they needed. Well, she's, you know, she's been through that equal, uh, equal, uh, war with, uh, in soccer. So she's a good person yeah. to, she's yeah. a good resource to call upon. Well, she was in the White House two days ago, uh, uh watching the, uh, Women's Day, uh, equal pay day, uh, being yeah. signed into law by, by Biden. She's she, the lady she, to, to be there. Oh, she's the yeah. she's the, the, I, the one. Yeah, she's a spokesperson. You can tell. I think she, rather than Becker's, I don't know if she'll ever be a sports person 
you know, uh, a spokesperson rather, uh, as a sports figure. But Megan Rapinoe's definitely got a mouth on her. And, uh, she's smart. She's very smart, very intelligent. They both are. But if you hear them talk tech about their own sport, it's, it's a little mind blowing. They have a whole different set of things they're concerned about than the men's teams. You know, they mm-hmm. have a different way of looking at things. They put much more attention on setting up a play, on passing, on, and screens. They have like three or four different kinds of screens they use that I've never heard of. Uh, what's a flare screen? I have no idea. Me either. Yeah. So all I, really, I, really all I guess say when you they describe the, 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 the UConn team, it's almost like you're describing the Iola team. So yeah, funny. It is. It is. <laughs> yeah, it is. I noticed that too. I noticed that too. So we have similar tastes in basketball, just different genders. Outstanding. All right, let's have two oh. groaners, John. Groaners. Our groaners are provided to us by Vincent Anthony Lauder Jr., commonly referred to as Da Coach. Or uh, Saint Vincent, or oh, he's also known as Saint Vincent in some quarters. Yeah, that's right. I noticed in the in yeah in the notes we got here. Mm. I probably ought to read the teleprompter a little bit better. I missed that Saint in front of it. Sorry about yeah. that. Uh, that's okay, uh, Mr. Producer. Uh, okay, so the fact is that uh, I'm afraid that Vincent is. Uh, I, I go for quality, and he's got really one so good one that I had to follow it up with calling upon my mm, living lady. To provide me with another one that's not quite as good, but I'll use it. Alexa, Alexa, Alexa. Not so loud, not so loud. I can say it, you can't. Okay. How do you count a shark's teeth? How do you count a shark's Shark's teeth? teeth. No, you got me there. It's, you know, you could say very carefully and probably be the right answer. But the answer they give here is not by hand. Um... (laughs) <laughs> I, 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 guess, I guess it's good, uh, I, I, you know, but I'm going to say it's good because it was provided to be my, my you-know-who. Yeah, okay, yeah, now what I've done is the second one I think is so good because it's very topical. It has basketball in it. In addition to my my client Center for Humans and Nature gravitates to, to jokes about cats. So I was able to combine cats and basketball and it came up Ooh. with a groaner. Let's have it. Deal. And it was provided to me, obviously, by Vince. Uh, St. Vincent, excuse me. Uh, why are cats so bad at basketball? Why are cats so bad at basketball? Because they often throw a furball. Oh, you are so close. <laughs> you are you get, you you get are so good. They you shoot too many hairballs. Hairballs. Oh, Airballs, 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 hairballs. I get it. That's good. That's good, good, isn't it? I like it. It's so good. I'm going to use it for my client. If I oh, ever get I'm a sure chance you're... to talk again, you know. Wow. They they don't let you talk during the meetings. No, just at the end. All I'm able to do is, if we've got time, I'm able to give them a, a, a groaner, just trying to make them feel better. Certain somebody's going to take liberty. She acts like it's you know her birthday or something. Wait, wait, just just Sorry. relax. It's okay. It's your it's your wife. She can do whatever whatever the hell she wants. <laughs> okay, let's do it. <laughs>